Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Over 75,000 people, uh, 75,000 Ukrainian refugees have come to Ireland since their country was invaded by Russia one year ago this very week. As a short-term measure, they thought, with plans to return home uh, as soon as the war had ended. It's a difficult week, therefore, for many now planning events to mark the one-year anniversary of the war this Friday, with no end in sight at the moment, as Drive Time's John Cook has been finding out in County Clare. It is kind of hitting you hard that that's actually been already a year. And it's difficult to realise that your life has been on pause. For many Ukrainians I meet today, like Natalia Bondar, they're thinking about where they were and how life changed utterly this time last year. A year ago, I was actually back with my family. Before that, I was some time away. I was expecting to kind of settle down, maybe to get some job in Ukraine, to put the roots maybe, but the life did another turn. And we are here. (laughs) Natalia brought her elderly parents from their home in the Dnipro region of Ukraine to seek refuge in Ireland. I wanted to take them away so they would live in peace. At their age, they deserve to be in peace Mm -hmm. without hearing all this bombing, all these explosions happening. Mm -hmm. Now sharing one hotel room with her retired parents for over seven months, she says they get depressed with little English and few activities. But she's pleased to be at work today as a Ukrainian caseworker at the Clare Immigrant Support Drop-In Clinic. You know, the numbers are always changing. Every week there's Mm -hmm. more and more people coming I know that it's, it's 75,000 in all over the country, mm-hmm. right? It's over 4,000 in County Clare. Yesterday you said you saw 75 people in... Liz Dunvarna, Liz Connor and Dulin. Mm-hmm. Where much of the tourist accommodation is, where many people have been living for, for quite some time now. And they're worried in particular about that accommodation, you're saying? Definitely, definitely. Since the season is coming back... The tourists are going to be here, so the businesses need to go back to their normal scheme of work. And have some been told they will have to leave or find alternative accommodation? There is a talks about that they will have to leave. Most of the hotels are not sure yet will they continue and with what numbers they will continue. So most people you are saying don't know yet? That's the thing, that's the thing. They're not sure if they're going to be having a bed and room and a roof above their heads. They're really anxious. And you know what that's like yourself, your mum and dad, you live in a, in a hotel as well. Exactly. And when I'm listening to their stories, I could feel them because I'm in the same situation. How does that make you feel? Unsure, uh, uncertain, unsafe, kind of different unsafe that mm-hmm. was in Ukraine, you know. Mm-hmm. Here we are, have a peace. We do have a peace here. We are protected here. But you do feel uncertain about some stuff. It's a busy day at the Clare Immigrant Support Centre today. I meet Alex, originally from Kiev in the queue. He's now living in a hotel with his pregnant wife and son and hoping for help to find alternative accommodation now that he's found work in a factory in Shannon and knows his plans of going home, maybe some time away. We'll try to stay it and we'll great for chance what Irish people gives for us and about work on this factory and our payments so and Alex can you tell me who's at home then in Kiev that you've left behind 
Uh, at home, I live with uh, my parents and grandparents. Grandparents are really old, so my parents can go, can leave them. So we wait and hopefully what war is finished mm -hmm. soon. So in Ukraine, this just first year was the big war, but all Ukrainian peoples understand what war uh, goes nearly nine years. So mm -hmm. this hard for us, and we wait. The, the win in, in this war as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. so. Do you think Ukraine still, still can win in this war? Yes, of course. Ukraine must win in this war. Mm -hmm. you, you fought in the army yourself, uh, but you told me that health reasons mean you, you, you are, you're no longer in, in the army, but have lost friends, people who have served in the army or have died in the war, is it? Yeah, okay. it's hard to lose your friends. Uh, my name is Irena and I come from Lviv and for the time being I work as an employment support officer in CLDC company here in Ennis. Down the road at the Ukrainian community hub hosted by the local women's shed in Ennis, Manor Egaira, I meet Irina Rishkenich, who works with the Clare Local Development Company. Uh, yes, yeah, so we help people with uh, employment and it's really important. Our people are very hardworking and I do hear a lot of People saying that, find me the job, I'm willing to do anything, just just give me the job, I want to work. And it's hard for them to stay 24-7 in the hotels or hostels, and they want to socialise, and it's really important even for their mental health. Joining us for tea and a chat at the community hub are fashion designer Olga Alexieva, now volunteering to recycle donated clothing at the centre's zero-cost shop, along with accountant Svetlana Astakova, who's busy with plans for art and film projects and a gathering this Friday evening to mark one year since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In Ireland I'm feeling okay and my heart in Ukraine because I'm dirt worry uh, all the times because my family my uh, is staying here in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh -huh. Your heart is in Ukraine because your family is there, <laughs> as, as you said. They're in Kharkiv. Tell me about the situation there and how things have changed so much. The Kharkiv situation is not uh, good. Uh, now it's bad because every day comes bomb and is not safe. Irina, you uh, are from uh, Lviv. We do have some missiles coming in Lviv region, not directly in our city. Uh, but it's not that often as in other cities like Kharkiv or Mariupol is unfortunately occupied now by Russians. I would never imagine that war will come to our country. It is, it is very difficult. And as Svetlana said, her heart is in Ukraine and my mind and my heart is with, with Ukraine as well, with all cities, all people in Ukraine. For you too, um, Olga, how do you feel thinking about home? one year on uh, from the war, family at home in Odessa. Every day we believe in hoping that it will finish today, it will finish tomorrow, but for now it's like, you know, time, time just stop and it's just lasting until we're waiting. But for sure I believe that it will finish. I don't know I, when, but I do believe that for Ukraine it will be new beginning and like new beginning and more like gracious, more... Uh, marvelous! I do believe. What is your hope, Svetlana? I'm hope uh, maybe is uh, uh, the warm is uh, uh, the end in spring. <laughs> in spring, in spring. I suppose. I hope. <laughs> I suppose you can't think too far ahead. What about you, Irina? 
Well, frankly speaking, I don't see it's painful. It's painful truth to realize that it's not gonna finish soon. You told me you don't know when it'll end, but you know it will end it will. in victory for Ukraine. It will definitely win because, as our president said, that the the good always prevails, the evil, and so we will defeat the evil. We will. We will defeat the evil. That was John Cook reporting there from the Ukrainian Community Hub in Ennis in County Clare, where they'll host events to mark one year since the Russian invasion this Friday from 4pm. We'll hear more from Ireland's growing Ukrainian community throughout the week.